0: My body is ready. All of this just works. It just works. Who's laughing now?
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 98, the Buster Sword episode of the Game Grooves Podcast, the all-encompassing weekly gaming podcast from us, the Goodnight Grooves. My name is Matt, and today I'm joined by Josh and Paul. And yes, I know, the foam, it has not arrived. I lied. It was in my cart. I never bought it. I never bought it. It was in my cart. Never purchased. It's still not coming, but I'm probably going to order it this evening. I apologize. But guys, let's get right into things. Instead of asking you guys how you're doing, <laughs> I want to ask everyone what their peak of the week has been I know it's gonna echo a little bit deal with it Paul what's the best thing that happened to you this week
0: don't why are you putting it on
1: me I don't know because you got the light shining on you on from your window it's yeah
0: you're like a beacon I'm bathed in light right now I'm bathed in sunlight it's just the right kind of light so that I'm I'm glowing in the webcam but in my eyes I am not being blinded. On it's my screen,
2: sense. it looks like an explosion is about to take you and yeah. just, you're about to be absorbed in it. Oh, yeah. If I did, I, for those at
0: home, I did a face like I was about to be uh, blown in an explosion. Yeah. Mm. Hey, hell, of a, cha- hell of a way to go. It's our last chance. <laughs> we got two seconds.
1: I swear I'll pay it back if there's time. <laughs> That's good.
0: That's good uh Lannister always pays his debts is that something people still say no, no. what's the best no. thing that happened to you this week paul uh game of thrones love that shit uh just kidding uh, i don't josh what's the best thing that happened to you this week <laughs> good i don't know shit. i don't have shit dude like it's been fine it's been a fine week i normally pretty good i think i usually come up with an answer but like i don't want to be disingenuous like probably the best thing that happened to me oh Oh, I just remembered. Like I went tulip picking on Saturday and had like a date day with Rachel. That was really awesome.
1: Wow,
2: that's sweet.
0: What, are you gonna like uh, be all macho over here? You're gonna mm-hmm. be like, oh, yeah, <laughs> wow.
2: I <laughs> was, was about to be. I was yeah. gonna be I was shame gonna on both of you. Exude toxic masculinity. Shame on both of you. <laughs> Says me who for goes having, and get my nails
0: done. Yeah, for as any <laughs> shit about my tulip picking. No, we <laughs> uh, we got advertised on Instagram, uh, both of us, for like this like tulip picking thing. It's like a couple hours away in like our very fancy like Niagara region, like Niagara Falls region. Where Why it's, don't like, you
1: put those tulips on my dick
0: and blow me there? Yeah. Yeah.
1: So you found an advertisement on Instagram. You went there. No, it's your turn. Keep going. Yeah, you can tell the story. <laughs> how many how
0: many tulips did he take home? Twenty.
1: All right. Josh, what's the best? Fuck thing off. Happened? I had <laughs>
0: more to say. Did I blow too much time on please? Uh, No, please continue. continue. I just wanted to say the reason it wasn't my obvious peak of the week, as much as I had a nice lunch with Rachel and I had a nice time tulip picking, is that it was supposed to be an hour forty minutes to get there. Um Jesus. What that's not very far.
1: That's a long drive to go tulip
0: picking. Well, it was like a day. It was like okay. we made a day of it. Sure,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: I know, people, people in Ontario just drive really yeah. fucking far to do anything. But, <laughs> uh, and we're fine with it. Um, but anyway, I drove an hour, 40 minutes. Doesn't bother me. That's like a super reasonable drive. But uh, there was like a shit ton of traffic, accidents everywhere. The four, Our 18-lane highway, the 401, was like totally backed up. And so there and each way, three and a half hours. I drove wow. for seven hours there and back. Um, in, in addition, I had to drive around there. So we were gone for about 12 hours and I drove for like eight of those hours. Or more. So that kind of fucked me up a little bit. <laughs> What's the point of
1: having an 18 lane highway if it's going to be backed up?
0: Just add one more lane and it'll fix it all. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> Just another lane. That is the logic. <laughs> and every study says that's not the case, but they keep adding them.
1: They need to. So the, the, the zipper method. They need to put signs up for the zipper method.
0: You know what the best method is? Uh, Social programs and public transit.
2: (laughs) Josh, what's the best thing to happen to this? Whatever. So I was on an 18 lane highway. (laughs) Uh, But actually, you know what, Matt? You better have a good one loaded in the chamber because I'm going to be talking about my wife as well, just like Paul did. So. Kayla and I went to a wonderful little grocery store here where we Sorry, live. not
0: to interrupt you, but I just uh-huh. want to say Matt's currently frantically texting his wife trying to remember <laughs> what they did this weekend.
1: <laughs> no, I got a good one. Uh, I got a good one. But Josh first.
0: Josh, sorry, go ahead.
2: And so uh, we went to this nice little grocery store. It's a local place here with like, you know, higher quality ingredients, better than your local like, you know, big chain grocery stores. Bought a couple New York strips, bought some russets, got some Brussels and fucking. Sorry, is this food? Yeah, this is this is food, and uh, and we we did it up right. It was delicious. It was uh, it was a good time. It was just random as hell. We just decided, fuck it. You want to just like make some steaks? we were just like, yeah, why not? So we did. It was fantastic, and uh, it, was, it was a good good way to end the weekend. Do you have a grill, or did you guys do it like in the oven?
0: I just do it uh, in the oven.
2: Okay. Well, nice. It came out pretty good. Sounds
1: good.
0: Do I get more macho hate if I say that I'm afraid of barbecuing? <laughs> <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs>
0: no it's pretty- bring it uh, on
1: i haven't worked a grill myself i really haven't uh I've, I've done it with like my dad my father-in-law but i've never worked a grill on my own before but that's coming up soon
0: you're gonna graduate
2: i'm getting a grill i'm I'm firmly in the it's a it's fun but it's also a pain in the ass camp yeah
0: matt are you what kind of are you looking at propane or are you gonna do like a charcoal hibachi thing
2: oh it's gonna be a
1: really small little charcoal grill nice it, it's my my dad has it it was for tailgating back in the day, oh, yeah. but he's just going to give it to me now.
0: Yeah, I kind of wanted to do the same thing. Get like a little charcoal thing because the propane, I'm so terrified it's going to oh, explode. Oh, yeah, I'm so scared. Like, I know it won't, but I'm terrified.
2: Yeah, it's, it's a That's fear understandable. Of well. better, better safe
1: than sorry, to be honest. <laughs> but I did. I had a great weekend. I got some chores done. The wife and I together got some chores done. We went to the beach, did a nice walk along the beach. We found this really nice little coffee shop. It was a really good time. Just a good time with the wife, checking <laughs> things out. It was fun.
0: I, I saw it. Rachel and I were, were creeping on your, your y'all's Instagram yeah. this weekend. It looked so great. We both woke up and were like, I'm so jealous.
1: Yeah, no, it was awesome. It was, it was very relaxing. It was much needed, I think. Especially after like a Saturday of chores, getting up early Sunday to go for the walk, and then finding this neat little coffee shop that we didn't even know existed was, was really nice. But guys... No more of that mushy bullshit, because it's time for Show Me Your Trends.
0: Are there any tulips in Show Me Your Trends? There are none. Oh.
1: And Show Me Your Trends, I give the panelists the beginning of a Google-ever-fucking-heard-of-it search (laughs) phrase, (laughs) and they have to tell me how the top result ends by picking from uno, dos. Trace options. One is right, two are wrong. Searches are made in incognito mode. Put your sunglasses on, get your trench coats out you got the purest answers possible. We're going to play three (laughs) quick rounds.
0: (laughs) That's good. I appreciate it.
1: Thank you. Round one, why do my pets blank? Why do my pets stare at me? Why do my pets follow me to the bathroom? Or why do my pets keep dying? Oh, my God. I
0: thought one of them might be dying. Yeah.
1: I fucking
2: wonder.
0: Yeah. It's because you're bringing them to the bathroom. (laughs) Yeah. chopping those... Huge shits. Those
2: stinky deuces. Whoa. (laughs) Uh, I think it's going to be the uh, poop one. It's got to be because cats, cats, dogs don't matter. If you're shitting, they're going.
0: Yeah, I'm with you on that. That's a good answer.
2: The answer is why do my pets follow me to the bathroom?
0: Good job. Good job. Don't patronize me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Round two. Why are humpback whales blank? Uh Why are humpback whales endangered? Why are humpback whales bumpy? (laughs) Why are humpback whales called humpback whales?
0: I need a second just to say that like, I don't appreciate you emphasizing hump so much. Humpback
2: (laughs) whales. I feel like people are mad curious as to why they're called humpback. And that just brings me joy because they just have a humpback. Yeah. Uh, So I'm going with that one.
0: I think Josh is just like in it with the right answers right now. This is going to be the shortest trending topic or show me your trends ever. I'm, I'm in. The answer is, why are humpback whales in danger? Damn. Because they're was... fucking delicious,
1: dude.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: They light up my lanterns, but they're blubber. Mm. Moby Dick. Humpbacks. You just See doxed me.
0: yourself, dude. Max yeah. <laughs> in Alaska. Alaxa?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm in Alaska in the 1920s. That's yeah. where I live. Yeah. All right. Round three. Is artificial intelligence blank? is artificial intelligence real is artificial intelligence a threat to humans (laughs) or is artificial intelligence in the bible oh i
0: love that last one i want to look i'm gonna google that myself
2: what what
0: that one's got me a little perplexed who's making that argument is what i want to know i've god i need to google that shit all right but before that the other two are obviously the answer. I feel like.
2: Yeah, I'm going with a threat to human race. I feel like. But then again, that just feels so lengthy. But r- real, like, what does that mean, dude? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm I'm going with a threat.
0: I think people still aren't on to like AI existing, and even then, AI <laughs> like AI doesn't quite exist. Like, I mean, w- what did we call it? Is it's it a real AI? Like, you know what I'm mean? so I'm I'm going with does it exist?
1: The answer is. Is artificial intelligence, get your iRobot DVDs out because a threat to humans.
0: It's the goddamn robots, John. <laughs> My favorite movie as a as a tween
1: good movie i know this is an audio podcast but can you guys see my dog just like cowering in a corner oh, yeah. for some reason back there <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna go open the door quick you guys uh just kind of talk for talk, a second
0: talk amongst ourselves as the dog quietly sees how many demons. times how many times have you watched irobot starring will smith
2: literally the only thing i've watched about irobot was the funniest goddamn scene i've ever seen where <laughs> will smith is trying to find the like bad robot
0: Yeah, he's he's like kicking the shit out of all the robots.
2: And one just like peeks around the corner and it looks so fucking goofy. The way it's just like, oh, (laughs) it's so dumb. Oh, God.
1: My favorite scene is when Will Smith slaps the robot and says, keep your wife's name. Keep my wife's name. Keep your wife's name out <laughs> of my fucking mouth. It's a twist. Because it turns out he was the AI the whole yeah. time. I'm trying to keep myself honest. Keep your wife's name out of my the fucking mouth. The robot turned
0: out to be Will Smith, actually, and it was a crazy twist in the movie. All right, let's move on to the big question. Yeah, this we're losing. <laughs> we're losing it, this one.
1: Like movies, music, TV, books, and all forms of media. Everyone has their preferred genres, and their genres they almost never interact with. Whether it's a lack of interest, an unwillingness to branch out, a poor past experience, or simply a lack of awareness, everyone has their own set of genres that almost become totally foreign worlds to them. When you really think about it, there are massive pools of content that everyone misses out on simply because they never come close to consuming it. So guys, here's the question. Josh, I'm going to go to you first on this one what are genres in gaming that you typically steer clear from and what is it about them that keeps you away? Do you think that can change or are your tastes pretty steadfast in that regard?
2: So for me, I generally steer clear of uh, just as an overall, like a steer clear of kind of any kind of SIM RTS strategy. This is less a genre, more mechanic, but anything with turn-based combat puzzle games, I also tend to avoid other than that. There's not a whole lot. I avoid I won't necessarily write it off completely if it's out there. It just has to be done well I, for me. I mean, Persona 5 is, to me, the most glaring example of one doing it right and me being obsessed with it. I, I mean, As far as that goes, though, I'm, I'm not super steadfast in it. I, if you can convince me, Portal 2 being another really good example of that. Uh, I mean, Portal and Portal 2, those are just straight-up puzzle games. You hand me any kind of puzzle game and, and any kind of like adventure, RPG, Unless it's baseline like the Skyrim Claw puzzles, (laughs) like I'm not having it. I can't be bothered. It's probably why I can't play Zelda games because I just cannot be bothered with just ridiculous over-the-top puzzles. I don't want to learn it. I don't have the time. It just feels like it's getting in the way. But Portal, on the other hand, was clever, was smart. The way they do it, they they make them difficult, but not so difficult. It's incredible what they were able to figure out with just with being so open to anybody that, that any idiot can play it and any genius can play it and still be impressed by it.
1: Let me ask you this, have you ever played Portal solo or do you always play it uh co-op? I've played it both ways. Okay, cuz I was wondering if that was maybe the determining factor for you is the co-op.
2: I I like both ways. I I en, I enjoy uh <laughs> 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 it's, it's it's a fact, Jack. And uh I just I the single player was really entertaining. The story was solid and the puzzles were great. But yeah, the co-op puzzles to me probably are a little more fun just because, I mean, you do anything with a friend, that's a little more engaging. But that to me is a good example of one that will actually bring me out of my comfort zone um, and and kind of push me back into it uh, and, and make me want to play a puzzle game here and there. Um, but other than that, I mean, that's that's really about it. Sims wise, Roller Coaster Tycoon 2 has honestly been about the only thing that's really pulled me into Sims other than like the literal Sims. Racing Sims really don't necessarily do it for me. I, I It's hard to consider Horizon a hardcore racing sim just because it's way more arcadey than like, you know, a motorsport or a grid or rally or anything like that. Uh, so you've got so many other options for that. And it's just an arcadey racer. So I can't consider it. But, but Roller Coaster Tycoon 2 is the best one of, of an accessible game that, that, to me showed how to do a sim without being so overwhelming that it's like ridiculous. Like I've been wanting to get into city simulator. Like I have looked and looked and looked at it and I just, it's so hard to make the plunge because it just seems like there's so much bullshit that I'll have to learn and figure out, which is natural in a game. Duh. I'm just being a lazy ass, but it's like how have these other games figured out how to make it so accessible and easy to look at. Whereas other games make it such a pain and a chore to kind of go through it. Like I, I use the black desert online example, like, I don't try to fuck with it because they don't make anything easy to learn. I can jump yeah. in and play Guild Wars 2 because even though I don't play it a lot, it's easy to learn.
1: But yeah, those are just a handful. So what are some RTS games that you've tried in the past? Have you, have you really tried many
2: there's only been one, and now that I'm now that we're sitting here talking about it. Lord, I've mentioned it before plenty of the times. But Lord of the Rings Battle for Middle Earth 2. God, game. that's a fucking mouthful. Great huh. game. Fantastic. I loved it. I played it legit. I played it with uh most some sort of cheat involved where you just like basically do helms deep with like the most powerful like wood elves you can get, and then they just annihilate like a giant army. It's fantastic. But it it actually was really cool because it had actual like full scale battles from Lord of the Rings and it was actually a pretty fun RTS. I sucked at it. I played on a lower difficulty because I've always been bad at RTS games, but it's a damn blast. I'm surprised StarCraft hasn't gotten me in gotten me into it really. I think it is just kind of learning curve and not wanting to not wanting to get super into another another game that I may not really enjoy by the end of it. So I just kind of wrote it off. But who knows? So you've never really played Warcraft? No, I never played Warcraft. I would probably like Warcraft. Dude. I was gonna play. I was gonna play remastered, but after I they think fucked you it, would. Warcraft I think you three is would like
0: so it. fun. I think you would love it. But it's just even it just the story really, mode, the campaign. Yeah, multiplayer is great too. It sucks that they they borked it so bad with Reforged because I think we I think a lot of people would have had a total blast with that who missed it the first time around.
2: I was gonna get it and I was gonna play the hell out of it and it'd probably be on this list if they didn't completely fuck it up. But yeah, that that would definitely be another one. I really am surprised StarCraft never got me. I should probably give it a shot at some point. I find it interesting, now that we're
1: talking about this a little bit, I find that genres that I really liked growing up are genres that I sort of stay away from now. I really liked RTS growing up. I was a big RTS fan, loved the uh, Warcraft 3, big-time Age of Empires 2 player. I played a shit-ton of AoE 2. Age of Kings. I played you know a bunch of turn based rpgs like i played a lot of pokemon played a lot of dragon warrior dragon quest now right but it was called dragon warrior when i was playing it back in the day so i f- it's it's weird i find that my tastes have almost kind of like done a total 180 over the course of like 25 years it's kind of weird it's it's very strange but i like that you mentioned roller coaster tycoon too because i do think that there was there was like just like a genuine Fun and like cheerfulness and just simplicity to those original tycoon and sim games and management games that just they're just too deep nowadays like I really wanted to like Jurassic World Evolution but I don't want and, and same thing with um city Skylines like I don't want to place the electrical grid like I don't want to have to worry about that part same. I just want yeah. to play the fucking game and put stuff where I want to put it and like build my park in my city I don't want to deal with the v- intricacies of evolve that and I understand a lot of people want that and Jurassic World Evolution got poor reviews partly because it was considered a simple management game but even for me like it feels like we've gone too far like I want the tycoon management sim games of the 90s and early 2000s because to me then it was just about having fun and building your own thing instead of worrying about all of the practicalities of it. Paul, let's go to you next. What are some of your thoughts on this whole thing? What are genres that you typically steer clear from?
0: I just want to quickly jump in on the, the same thing. I, yeah. I have the same feeling. Um, Rachel and I had such a fun time playing, um, fuck, I think it was uh, Zoo Tycoon on Xbox la- like a couple summers ago during like the peak, well, it was during like peak lockdown COVID 2020. We stayed up like all night one night to like five, six in the morning playing Zoo Tycoon with this stupid fucking zoo with like you know the craziest animals and we had like such a good time and then we thought okay well this is like kind of simple though like maybe we'll play like a like a good one like planet zoo everyone says get planet zoo. right yeah holy shit dude planet zoo is so fucking complicated i was like <laughs> i can't play this but zoo tycoon's too like goofy and dated and not up to date and i'm like what is what's the answer here city skylines way too complicated for me but then i tried to play like the last like the new sim city that everyone hated too simple (laughs) yeah there's like something there um like i want i want to feel like i'm placing the electrical grid but i don't actually like i want to feel like oh i put that and like oh there was like a a thing that if i did it wrong it like fucks things up but only a little bit like i want you to like trick me into feeling like i'm in control but i'm not actually maybe something like that would make me feel better
1: i think the the way to do that is like maybe i put down like an electrical like power plant and it's it creates like this area of effects where you know it affects everything but i don't need to place the grids underground or place like electrical poles or anything like that. that's like, what that's, that's what much.
0: the SimCity game did and i thought that was pretty good yeah but yeah no I, I feel you on that uh that's a big one but uh yeah in terms of this uh i just have kind of a disparate list i was just kind of going through genres like on online trying to like remember what kind of stuff i like really you know just seeing what stuff i reacted viscerally to
1: <laughs> yeah it's hard to think about the things that you don't play
0: Yeah, exactly. So I was thinking about stuff I like absolutely don't play. Um, And one of them was fighting games. I used to play, I always used to play like those 3D fighters as a kid, you know, like I, well, I was big into like the Dragon Ball Budokai games, Dragon Ball Z Budokai games. Those were so fun and like not technical really in any way. Very arcadey, which I thought was awesome. Obviously I played Smash Bros and stuff. So I liked like arcadey fighters, but even that I, I tend to stray away from like, it's fun to goof around in them. Like I did play it a little bit in multiverses and that was fun, but I mean, well, a it's shitty. Um, but also B, I don't know. It's just like, it's tough for me to, to get involved in like one of the more, um, one of the things that's not a smash clone, uh, as a fighter and especially like a proper fighting game. I just don't have the wherewithal Matt. I know you felt the similar because you, there was a moment I think where you were like, maybe i should just like go all in and try to get good at fighting like for like it was a split second yeah, for you i think yeah. we were like maybe i should like get into fighting games and then it was like fuck this this is like a real like skill that i don't really care enough to cultivate
1: it's the same example from when i was a kid i played a ton of fighting games i played yeah. budokai i played bloody roar like i yeah. loved fighting games and then just it just like went away when 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 i realized that like i wasn't doing combos correctly necessarily yeah. and and then th- that there's these Deeper details to it, I just lost interest.
0: Yeah, exactly. And like, I, I even got this is not a fighting game, but like Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. I've been trying to like trying and bouncing off of a million times uh, because like the core gameplay of that, besides flying around and RPGing, is like fighting. And it's hard for me to get like into the vibe. But maybe maybe someday another thing I can't get into. Maybe one day is stealth games. I'm just too neurotic. <laughs> like I can't play a stealth game. I'm too stressed. I'm so worried. Um, it's kind of like we talked about recently, I think where, um, I don't like to play like a horror game where I have like a couple bullets because it's like, there's so much pressure on me to get it just right. Um, and there's that fear and with stealth games, it's the same thing. Where like, there's a chance that a lot of stealth games, it's like, there's a chance I could maybe fight, but like, ideally you really, really fucking don't want to. And so I have to like, you know, so I don't know. I don't like that. I'd rather just like, if I fucking got caught, I fail. But anyway, whatever. I hate. I, I don't like stealth games at all. I also wrote down that I don't love 3D platformers. Um, that's also like you were saying, Matt. Like, a, like not to hit you to your heart, but <laughs> that that was like a thing as a kid. I was such a big fan of. Like, I mean, I even went back a couple of years ago and played like through Banjo Kazooie and Rare Replay. Um, and I definitely like like the nostalgia aspect of a 3D platformer. Uh, it's not like that itself, but like modern 3D platformers. You know, you recommended I play Super Mario Odyssey. I did play through the whole thing and I had a good time, but it didn't like it in no way wowed me. I was kind of like, all right, yeah, this is like a kid game that I played again. This is fun. Like, I
1: think it's so fucking good, dude. No,
0: I know. And I, and I love that. And I think a lot of people do. And I do like recognize how polished it is and like how interesting that is. I think there's a lot of puzzle mechanic to it that I just don't like. And I can play a 2D platformer a little bit more because even like something fucking annoying to me, like Celeste or something, which I definitely only like only played a bit of. But I like that a bit more because there's this like I can visualize what I have to do. It's just hard to yeah. get it there. Whereas I find with the 3D platformers, there's like this depth level that I mm. find is sometimes hard for me to like get around. And I feel like I misstep or fuck up or slide just a little bit too much in 3D platformers and like fall into a pit. And that just, that drives me mad. <laughs> Whereas I don't do it as much. In a 2D platform, it feels almost like this like, like gulag thing where I'm just like, I'm in it and I just have to keep fucking throwing my face at the wall till I hit this exact right jump. I don't know, but some for some reason in a 3D, I don't have the same feeling.
1: Yeah, Paul actually sees the entire world in 2D. That's why he's much more comfortable
0: <laughs> with yeah. uh, Imagine if it turned out this whole time I only had one eye. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Not like one's missing, but a, a full Cyclops. Yeah. One in the middle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, what else have I got here? Sports games. I'm just not much of a sports guy, so like sports games don't super wow me. I have played... Actually, I mean, I won't say I don't 100%. I used to be super into FIFA, oh like really into fifa for like a good two years wow and i played it a lot but yeah i just kind of fell off but that, i do actually like fifa a lot paul
1: name an nfl team right now that's not the green bay packers
0: um <laughs> uh of oh, the fucking one <laughs> yeah yeah that one the yeah. jets sure the new york jets yeah, yeah there you go okay yeah, there we that's go a, that's one yeah you're
1: naming aaron Rogers Rogers Broncos, dallas
0: cowboys oh there
1: you go okay wow yeah yeah
0: I know, I know if I thought about it, I'd get a few, but you know, anyway, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Um, And last but not least, card-based games. Mm. I have trouble with card-based games. Now, I like card-based board games. I like card games in person, in real life. But I think there's like a weird mental disconnect for me with like the, I almost want to say like skeuomorphism. Like the idea that like they're, well, it's like the, it's like the skeuomorphism is like design elements based on like real life. Um, real life objects. Yeah. Okay. Um, I got. It. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I just feel like there's something about that in in uh, card based video games that feels weird to me, especially ones where it's like there isn't a conceit around you having cards. Like I, I think ones where it's like there's a character you're playing, and then you have a deck of cards in front of you. That makes sense. But stuff like. I guess stuff where it doesn't feel as visually nece- like necessary like Slay the Spire or something where there's just a bunch of cards that pop up on the screen. Right. Like it feels weird that they look like cards or that it's like card based. I don't know. There's something there's like a disconnect to me. It's like why this would make sense in a physical game where you need cards to represent what things are, but why are they cards in the video game? You know right. what I mean? That kind of just feels weird to me. It always feels like I'm not playing like a video game. I know that doesn't make sense, but it just throws me off like the, the, the tone uh, or the vibe of like the game. Um, and also, it's a lot of reading. I don't know, <laughs> like to do. I don't know if I get into the right flow with like so I, I like I like I enjoyed Hearthstone and stuff like that. Um, but it's like these games, these turn-based games where you have to like level up with like using different cards and decks. That doesn't do it for me.
1: I wish Mike was here for this episode because I feel like the three of us have very similar interests when it comes to genres. Generally, there there's yeah. a little bit of a branching out in some areas, but. For the most part, I think we play somewhat similar games. Maybe Paul's a little bit more into the indie stuff. Maybe Josh is more into the FPS side of things. Maybe I'm a little bit more into like the open world adventure platformer games. But, But for the most part, I think we steer clear of the same stuff. Yeah. But one thing that hasn't been brought up yet that I do want to bring up is that for a really long time, I didn't enjoy JRPGs outside of Pokemon. So I stayed away from the genre as a whole. But I do think this is a genre that I'm turning around on. And I think if there's anyone that it's possible for me to immediately turn around on, it's this. For whatever reason, I ended up playing Persona 5. There was critical acclaim there. It was on PlayStation. I was like, okay, I'm going to be a faithful Sony pony. I'm going to go play (laughs) this game. And it was awesome. It was great. And I ended up loving it. And Since then, I've played a few Final Fantasy games, 15, playing 7 Remake right now, which I'll talk about more in the water cooler. And I'm looking at uh, Crisis Core Reunion, which is the PSP remake. Nino Cooney 2, I played that. Uh, Dragon Quest 11, some others. I've really opened up to the genre as a whole, but for a long time, it was one that I just totally steered clear of. And I still think, like, there are, there's, <laughs> the genre is, you know, exactly what you're getting when you're playing a JRPG for the most part. And there are so many things that I feel like they could just so easily improve on. And and I just don't think they want to. Like, it just feels like JRPGs are so rooted, deeply rooted in the history of the genre. Like going all the way back to these dungeon crawler turn-based games on the NES and shit in the '90s, and they just don't want to change some of those aspects. And I get it, and I respect that. But there are just some things where I'm just like, you could just, you could so easily make this game better. And I don't know why you're not, but it is what it is. But also sim management tycoon games, we touched on a a little bit. But I just I I like the simplicity of those games back in the day. They're just too much these days. Fighting games, we also mentioned that. I loved it back in the day. I think I grew up, figured out that I wasn't actually good at them. And uh, and, and so I was like, okay, I'm I'm just going to move on. And it's one of those things where the fighting game community, for one, is like its own thing, like its own totally separate thing in gaming. But aside from that, like there are people that play fighting games casually, and I am just not one of them. A a major fighting game release comes out. There are so many people that are so hyped about it, and I'm just like, not for me. I'm not even going to look its direction. I think Street Fighter 6 is it, is the big one that's coming out soon, and the beta trailer just came out, and people are really hyped about it, and I was just like, I didn't even watch the trailer. I might watch the trailer at some point, but it's just like, I don't know. I know I'm not going to play this game. I feel like I should be on top of things just, you know, for the groups, just like being aware of it, but I'm just not, just not into it. RTS, I, I desperately hope that RTS makes a comeback, but even if it does, I don't know if I'd be playing those games because I think it's one of those things where like, I think the three of us playing MMOs and online RPGs, we feel like the meta has sort of, not ruined the game for us, but it, it certainly has made things... It's taken some level of enjoyment out of the RPG aspect of the MMORPG, right? And for RTS, I feel like if I were to play an online RTS today, I would just get crushed like immediately. It would be like me playing League of Legends having never played a game before or something like that. Like it's just, It would take out my enjoyment of the multiplayer aspect of it because there are people who are just so... Good at these sort of things that like I can't even enjoy it, which kind of sucks. Gaming has just changed so much in the last twenty five years. That's a huge reason why the the genres that I like have changed, but also the level of skill has changed so much in games and and with the meta and all that kind of stuff. But I don't know. Any final thoughts on this kind of thing, guys? Do you think are your tastes steadfast, or do you think that they could change? Because like we've talked about, my tastes have changed. And I think it's possible that they could change again, but I just don't, I can't foresee it.
0: Yeah, I think that um, my tastes have definitely changed. Um, one thing I noted down, noted down here was that I used to, uh, I kind of famously, I think, kind of was like no open world RPGs, yeah. like not ever ever. For say, like, you know, I played spy, the the PS4 Spider-Man game and, and stuff like that, but I certainly wasn't going out and playing a lot of open world RPG games. Uh, and I wouldn't even call that an RPG necessarily, but maybe I mean, that's probably not true. There's, there's power-ups and things like that. But, but ultimately, um, yeah, I just got a lot of fatigue from that at a young age. Uh, got, you know, I, I had a really good time with Fallout, um, you know, in like the early 2010s, but then I kind of got burnt out Skyrim, Fallout, that kind of stuff. And I just kind of stayed away for probably a decade. But I'm back now, though. I, I, I got sunk right into The Witcher 3. Um, I'm having a great time with Red Dead Redemption 2 right now. I'm hoping to maybe get into Cyberpunk. I don't want to burn myself out again, but I have been having a really nice time with some of these, I, I, I dare I say, kind of like next-gen worlds that, that have been built. I think there's some really great, beautiful places that i think really add something i think the the backdrops and the and then the landscapes in the witcher and i mean especially red dead um just like make me want to live in those worlds and i'm excited to see more of those um not to say anything against like other games that have really great ones as well are great in like the mid 2000s but i just or the mid 2010s but i think that like we're really hitting this like technology or these these graphical styles where it's like oh shit like I need to be here like I'd it's kind of like when I used to play wow as a kid and I was like oh I'd rather be in in Azeroth than like my shitty rainy day at home with like nothing to do after school um because it was so incredible to me at the time um and I feel like we're kind of like maybe sort of catching up there visually to what I thought that looked like when I was a kid so yeah it's nice to nice to be there again and also just like some really great stories as well you know I, I like that mix that um of that Sony, the video game is a movie vibe, yeah. but with like an open world. I think combining those is really great. I think The Witcher and Red Dead both do that really well, where like when you're in the game playing the story and doing stuff, it feels like a movie sort of. And then when you're playing the game and doing game stuff, it feels very like open and free. And I like that. There's something there. It's very cool. But I don't know if that's going to extend for every open world RPG.
1: Yeah, it's interesting because I almost feel like you can't have. We're getting to a point where AAA game development is so expensive and so time-consuming that it's going to be very hard to have the cinematic quality of something like a Sony first-party game and also open-world. Like Horizon yeah. Forbidden West is, I guess, doing that. But even like God of War Ragnarok, Last of Us Part Two, Uncharted 4, these games are not open-world games. No. They have They have segments that are fairly large open areas but they're not open world games because i just don't think you can you know cyberpunk tried it yeah and we saw what happened and i think it was i think it's a really good game i love cyberpunk but it's not easy it's going to take a really fucking long time you're going to release it way too early it's still going to be really buggy and it's just not going to be it's never going to be perfect like we're getting to a point where that's i like that games are going back to to this linearity like with Final Fantasy 15 being an open world game, Final Fantasy 16 being not open world. I think that's a good conscious decision being made to keep that visual fidelity, keep that storytelling, that sim- cinematic feel, that really good solid gameplay because the open world maybe the importance of that can be left in the the previous generation. And cuz I don't know if we have the time or the money to deal with that right now.
0: And one, one quick little interjection just to say you mentioned JRPGs yeah. um being a turnaround for you. ARPGs, huge turnaround for you. Uh, I mean, you're only oh, really yeah. specifically like Diablo e. Like, I mean, you've played other ones, but that's like the big draw for you. For sure, but yeah. but I mean, I, I would say even I, I would say ever since I knew I've known you for uh, a vast amount of years, coming up on, you know, 15 to 20 years, plus in addition, um up I would say up until last year. Um, you wouldn't even try playing an ARPG like yeah. you wouldn't even I'd would be like let's just try playing Diablo like you got it for free for some reason and you're like no <laughs> yeah. I'll never play it
1: yeah I've turned around on that for sure and, and speaking of knowing you for a really long time was I still playing Age of Empires 2 on MSN Zone when we first met
0: I don't know that's something you'd think I would remember because I have that weird kind of yeah. memory but I don't remember that but but it's very possible. <laughs>
1: You had to have the disc at your computer, you signed into MSN Zone, and that's how you found online multiplayer games.
0: I remember playing Age of Empires 2, and I couldn't play multiplayer, and that's probably why.
1: Yeah. Insane. Yeah. The shit we had to do back in the day. But Josh, before we move on, do you think your tastes are going to change, your, or do you think you're pretty set in your ways?
2: I, I'd say my tastes have kind of already begun shifting. I, I uh, I am I'm beginning to enjoy... A little more strategy. Uh, JRPGs have kind of gotten me used to that. And I, I'm just kind of starting to enjoy it. It's slowed down. It's a little more chill. Uh, I'm getting lost in kind of the music and story a little more. Uh, and honestly, I'm falling out more with FPS than anything else. I just don't have a whole lot of desire to play any. I, the competitive itch is really not there anymore. I, when I play Destiny 2, it's not for PvP. It's for the PvE, which is actually pretty fun. So that's really the only kind of shooting I get. So it's a little non-traditional, I guess, in that way. But that, those are really about it, honestly. I can't really see myself picking up or running with anything else. I, I'm I'm pretty set in my ways as far as usually understanding what I like. I, I did kind of fall off of the open world train, but that kind of happened. Probably pre-COVID, I was probably falling off pretty hard with, um, with open world games. It just kind of lost its luster for me. But, you know, I, who knows? We'll see. Because uh, if I'm playing turn-based games, that mean I that means I have gone against a creed I used to hope, uphold for 20 however many fucking years. So I could be playing League of Legends for the next eight years. Who knows?
1: I think you sort of like retiring from FPS into your late 20s, early 30s is like when I stopped playing basketball after college and just like couldn't compete anymore. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's, it's really, it's like, I feel like I'm old yeller in myself. Yeah. Like, I'm just taking myself out by, by, back by the barn, and there I go.
1: Yeah, it's just one of those things, like, that, it requires those fast reflexes, and you just start to lose it. It's like Shroud is going to lose his touch
0: one of these days. Don't fucking say it. Don't even <laughs> say it, Matt.
2: That'll make me feel like an extra
0: old man. At least Asmund's old right alongside me. Yeah. Dude, imagine uh, fucking Tyler Blevins, ninja. Imagine him dying of old age.
1: Oh, like, <laughs> like,
0: like, like I have, just imagine being old enough to be like, oh, shit. Can you believe it? Ninja died. Yeah. Grandpa, did you see this? Be like, it's going to oh, show up on no. Reddit,
1: on the front page of Reddit in 2097.
2: He's got way more money than me. He's going to outlive me for sure. <laughs> What's his natural hair color? Is it light blue? <laughs> it's light blue, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: It's light blevens. Yeah.
1: Let's move on to rank him up. And rank them up, I give the panelists multiple sets of three different games and they have to work together to rank them in the correct order based on the criteria that I provide. Now guys, I told you when I sent when I sent you the notes that this is going to be a little bit harder than normal, a little bit harder than normal. You might really have to dig into the crevasses, the crevasses of your brains. We'll see how you do. Rank these based on the top Metacritic meta score from lowest to highest. Final Fantasy 10, Final Fantasy 15, and Final Fantasy 7 Remake Intergrade.
2: Okay. Lowest to highest, right? Yeah. Lowest to highest.
0: Um, okay. I know for a fact Final Fantasy 15 is around 81 on okay. Open okay. Critics, so probably the same on Medicare
2: Seven's got to be higher, right? I think so. And then where does, where where does, does 10, 10 fall? Down? That's the hard part about this. Mm-hmm. I feel like 15 has got to be last, right? Really?
0: I, I don't know much about 10.
2: I don't know much about 10 either. I played it. I know I played it back in the day, but I barely remember anything.
0: I remember 10-2 <laughs> coming out because that was the dumbest fucking name ever. And that's I, that's great. That's review. great.
2: <laughs> Featuring the Wii U, um, <laughs> I, I would almost be willing to go 15-10-7 because I feel like 7 got insane reviews.
0: Yeah, it did. But do you think 10 did better than 81? <sighs> Final Fantasy usually does pretty well, and that was a pretty seminal release. So, I mean, it, it's possible. I'm just like, I don't know. Oh my god, I really. I know no Final clue. Fantasy 15 people safe like was for a modern Final Fantasy was pretty low scored. So I, that's, well, that's if we go back to 10, is it like? Yeah.
2: That's why I feel like they'd give it like an 85 or some shit.
0: Oh, you know what? Just give me a sec. I'll, I'll look it up. Give me hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> I what? What do you think? What in your heart of hearts? Mm-hmm. What do you? Where are you going with? Ooh, dude i could go either way because i get it like my my gut my initial response was 10 15 uh seven uh, but then i'm thinking but then i'm thinking you you make a good point and like i know 15 wasn't well received and so maybe 10 was a little bit higher like it's very easy for it to get an early to mid 80 you know what i mean that's not yeah no realm. that's the problem that's uh do me we should go 15 10 uh... retrograde I, I i don't hate that well, why not?
2: All right. I'm going to hate myself with drum, but let's do it. So you're going 15, 10, 10 7. 7,
1: intergrade. 7, remake, intergrade. intergrade. Which is yeah, a I PS5 didn't want to version. say it any time. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, first off, I want to mention I think this is wild, but I, as far as I can tell, the lowest scoring mainline Final Fantasy game is Final Fantasy 13, which is hated by everyone. And it's an 83. Wow. Not an open critic. Oh, my God. <laughs> so the order is Final Fantasy 15, yeah, Final Fantasy 7 remake, and Final uh, Fantasy 10.
0: Dude, I didn't even consider that. I didn't either. Yeah. Alliance.
1: So the scores are: 15 is an 85 on PC. Oh, okay. Remake Integrate is an 89 on PS5, and Final Fantasy 10 is a 92 on PS2.
0: Wow. Damn. Dude, PS2 era Final Fantasy hit hit different. That was quite a time.
1: A beloved entry for sure. Yeah. All right. Rank these based on initial release date from oldest to most recent. Tunic, Demon's Souls
0: Remake. You're a little bitch. And Elden Ring. You're a little bitch. Elden Ring is last. Elden I think. Ring is last. Oh, nope. Tunic. Shit. Came out after Elden Ring for sure. Okay. Okay. I'm with you on that. Um, I think it's Demon's Souls, Elden Ring, Tunic.
2: Demon Souls came out before Elden Ring for yeah. sure. Yeah, because people were like fiending for uh, Elden Ring
0: at the time. Yeah, I think it's Demon Souls Elden Ring tunic. That's what I'm going.
2: I'm down with it. Let's do it. This was
1: your gimme. The order <laughs> was Demon Souls Elden Ring tunic. <coughs> <coughs> oof,
0: oof. <laughs> Thank God you knew the tunic one. I had no yeah. clue. Yeah, I think it was like an April 22 or something.
1: Demon's Souls remake, obviously a PS5 launch title, November 2020. Elden Ring, February 2022. And tunic, March 2022. Tunix only like a year old. Good game. Go check out Tunic. We've already forgotten about it. Yep. <laughs> Rank these. I just un, I uninstalled it in order to install uh, Final Fantasy, reinstall Final Fantasy XV. Take Sedge. it out of the trash. Yeah. Rank these based on the top Metacritic user score from lowest to highest. <laughs> yeah, neither of you are gonna fucking have any clue. <laughs> I told you it was gonna be harder. Age of Empires 2, Definitive Edition. <laughs> Age of, mm-hmm. III, edition, yep. Age of Empires 3, Definitive Edition, and Age of Empires 4.
0: Ain't nothing definitive about that game. <laughs> <laughs> you like that? Uh, okay. I ain't got a clue. I know that 2 is beloved, but I don't know how the, the redo does. Um, I played the HD Edition, um, and that scaled like shit on my MacBook that I used to use.
2: I feel like HDs people would hate. I don't know why. I just feel like they fuck something up.
0: Yeah, this isn't though. This is yeah, definitive edition. I mean, my gut tells me two was I. I mean, I think three was more popular on mm-hmm. mass, but I think two is better. Like, like I think people look more fondly on two and kind of see three maybe as a dropping off point. But like, what would four be user review wise? It was pretty popular, dude. I don't even fucking know. If you don't know either, <laughs> if you don't know either, all I can think is three, two, four.
2: Hey, it sounds good to me, brother. Whatever you put forward, that sounds great because I ain't got a clue. The order is Age of Empires 3, Age of Empires 4, and Age of Empires
0: 2. I was thinking for a moment that I may have gotten those last two mixed, but I was like, I'm going. going.
2: Well, damn, that's okay.
1: So AoE 3 Definitive Edition on PC, a 5.8. Yeah. AoE 4, 7.7 on PC. It's great. People liked it for the most part. AoE 2 definitive 8.8 8 on PC. How amazing is that? A definitive edition of a beloved game scores an 8.8 8 on PC. Like, that's a big deal.
0: It actually works. It's amazing. Uh, I'm fucking psyched for Age of Mythology retold. Like, bring that shit to me. Yeah, like, if, yeah. if Xbox does anything soon, like or like Microsoft like, does anything fucking soon, that should be it. I'm hype.
1: Shout out to uh, Noclip. They just had an Age of Empires documentary come out. Oh, cool. Good stuff.
0: We should have them on the pod. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll, uh, I'll email them. We'll see what we'll see what happens. It'll go to their spam email, dear Mister Clip. Yeah, <laughs> Doctor No. <laughs> Rank these based on initial release date from oldest to most recent. And I just had fun with this. You guys are gonna have no fucking clue. Thanks. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts: Birth by Sleep. Oh, you little Kingdom phone. Hearts 3D Dream Drop Distance. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 358 over two days.
2: What? what? You summoning Cthulhu? <laughs> Are these game titles. What the Speaking fuck is this? Tongues.
0: This is horrible. I, Paul, you got any idea? Uh, my guess is the order you said them in. <laughs> Because I can even—I can barely remember. I'm guessing the order you said them in. That's the—it's as good a guess as I would have in any other scenario.
2: That's—that's that's pretty much it. I have no fucking clue what this one is. I don't even know the net, like titles. Yeah. So that's your guess.
0: Well, do you want me to have more fun with it?
1: Read into the ti- Read into at least one of the titles.
0: Okay. Well, we've got 358 divided by two days, <laughs> or whatever the fuck that is. Um. I, see that one sounds more from, like that one feels like it came out more recently, but I don't actually the thing is I don't know. most of my knowledge of these names existing is scrolling through game Pass or like an xbox or like the game like the Xbox store or uh donkey's video where he tried in vain to explain the story of Kingdom Hearts and he kept describing all these fucking crazy titles, but I don't really remember let me at them.
1: least give you some sort of. Something to go off of here, so one of the titles in- includes three d in it. What do you think? what console do you think that was on?
0: Don't treat me like a child <laughs> 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 a three d one maybe the maybe the uh, something i don't know three d like fucking Dreamcast I don't even oh, know three d s oh hey look at that like that that All doesn't right. give me enough honestly They're, look, look at this so go fucking crazy
2: so maybe 3ds came is it older or newer i don't know anything about nintendo right. handhelds. yeah
0: <laughs> i know vaguely that the 3ds was like a end of 2000s into mid 2010s but i don't know enough about like That won't help me. That's like when all of these came out, I feel like. (laughs) That's when they were like, wow, we really don't want to make that third Kingdom Hearts. Let's make 20 other ones. Okay, what was the first one you said, by the way?
1: All right, so let me reread them in order here.
0: Because I think it's like the 3D one, Dream Drop.
1: (laughs) Okay, you go. Okay. Birth by sleep, 3D Dream Drop distance, and 358 over two days.
0: These aren't actually as crazy sounding as like... Like, they're not that long. I was like, I'm never going to remember because they're too long. So it's it's killed by sleep, 3D distance, yeah, and uh, 358 uh, and a half days. All right. Maybe the 3DS was middle, and then they
2: were like, the dream or whatever the hell that one was called is first. Yep. And maybe the, the over days... Is last.
0: That actually sounds like right to me. All right, so I'm I have to. Spe-
2: I must specify. You said
1: you separated 3D and the dream. One. <laughs> yeah, you Those did. They're the same, same one.
0: Game. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Um, I think it's killed by sleep. It's uh, sl- awake by sleep. <laughs> yeah, <that> one, yeah. <laughs> Dreams. Um, not dreams. Sorry, because dreams in the other one. 3D dead drop daydream do. <laughs> And <laughs> 358 and <laughs> divided by 3.14, repeating, of course, <laughs> Mad
2: function.
1: All right. Ugh, I'm God. taking that as your final answer. Yep. What would it take for you guys to play a, a Kingdom Hearts game?
0: A million dollars. I don't think that much. Like, I don't know. I, I'd do it, like, for the lull of it. Like, I'd probably stream it if that were, like, funny to anyone. or something. Like, I don't care. Like, I, I just don't. I just am not drawn to it. But I'd try it.
1: The order is Kingdom Hearts. Three hundred fifty-eight over two days. Fuck. Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep and Jesus. Kingdom Hearts 3D Dream Drop Distance.
0: None of them were in the right spots. We got tore up on that one. Zero out of three.
1: The dates are three fifty-eight over two days. Came out September two thousand nine. Of course. Birth by Sleep <laughs> came out September two thousand
0: ten. Ah, I was asleep. Dream Drop
1: Distance came out July twenty twelve.
0: How could I have missed it? Wow. Thank God you mentioned that that hint about 3DS because I didn't I forgot that that was only out during that one year of 2010.
2: It yeah. would have been a fantastic graduation. Or 2009. President.
0: Jesus fuck. It was like a, a launch title.
1: Do we think Mike has ever played a Kingdom Hearts game?
0: Yes. Really I think so. Mike's played several.
2: I've played one and two and that's it. I played a little bit of two and I was like I don't get it. So I stopped.
0: Two's really good. Two's you a very good You should play 1.5 plus 2.5 Remix HD.
2: You should, well, you should actually play
1: 2.8 <laughs> HD. Is that summon, real? I, what is oh, it? No. On, Kingdom Awake Hearts. by Sleep Man. Kingdom Hearts two. <laughs> the Night Man. Okay. Uh, all right. Kingdom Hearts HD 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue. What in the goddamn? And then there's also Final Chapter Prologue Cloud version.
2: Oh, that's the Switch version. I was gonna
0: say the Switch version's cloud, yeah, yeah okay. which is confusing because of, of cloud. The Final Fantasy. Final <laughs> Fantasy. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> I was thinking Cloud was in it. I mean, yeah. they put everybody else in the uh, fucking game. Where
0: the fuck is the Buster Sword?
2: Get your Keyblades out.
0: Mine's been out this whole time.
2: Are is the are the car movies? Are they in?
0: Uh, I think the third uh, Kingdom Hearts has cars. In it, I don't
1: yeah. know if it does or that's, not. That's that's wild. Kingdom Hearts Four has to have. Marvel and
0: Star Wars, you would think. Well, I, I don't think they're ever going to make another Kingdom Hearts.
2: The trailer's already out. It's already coming. No, no, it's never going to happen. You telling me there's a chance Sephiroth and Mater have an interaction? Oh, man. Romance <laughs> options. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Toe Mater.
1: Unless I'm remembering incorrectly, Sephiroth was the final boss of Kingdom Hearts 2. I think. Hold on. Let me. Final yeah, boss. I, we do need to know. Yeah. Final boss, Kingdom Hearts 2. Oh, it's Zemnas.
0: Oh, right, Zemnas. Yeah, the course. clad, of course.
2: He
1: looks like Sephiroth. That's why I thought that. Is
0: Pete in these games at all? He is,
1: I'm pretty sure, actually, in one of
0: yeah. them, yeah. He should be a, he's a real he's a real villain, that guy, Pete. Yeah. All right, let's move on.
1: Let's move on to the water cooler. We're gonna take a quick break around said water cooler to discuss the games that we've been playing this week. Paul, why don't you go first? Tell us a little bit about what you've been playing this week.
0: What did I play this week? Well, let me tell you. I already kind of teased. I got back into Red Dead Redemption Three after. Ooh, I'm, I'm playing an early release Whoa. copy. Red Dead Redemption Two. Shadow Drop. Let's go. Oh, you're breaking NDA right I now. I shouldn't have said anything. Quick. Fuck, <laughs> fuck. Fuck. God damn it. Bleep that. Um. All right. As if this isn't a podcast we could edit. Um. But yeah, I I've been playing Red Dead Redemption Two again, which is great. Um. You know, it's very easy for me. I think a lot of people to like get into. Um an open world RPG like that and then play it for like a few weeks and then drop off and then lose your place. And so I'm actually giving myself a little pat on the back for getting fairly back into it. Like I've been playing, I've played like at least probably three or four sessions this week, which is pretty good um, of a couple hours each or even just coming on for a few minutes, you know, depending on when I'm there. So um, that's been really cool. I finally got to the second campsite by the, by like the, the lake that I'm on or the river or whatever. Oh my gosh. I knew there was like Saint Denis, which I haven't been to yet. I know there's like more to the map, but like, I didn't realize how many, how much more there was and how different the biomes were. And like, I thought it was just going to kind of keep being like mountains and some prairie stuff and maybe a bit of deserty stuff. I didn't realize there was going to be like swamps and like these big lakes. Like, I didn't think it was going to keep going. Yeah. Like it was already so huge. Um, And I'm still only like pretty early in. I think there's even more, which is really incredible. The mist um over the mountains i mean i there's boats now uh, i'm getting more into fishing i love that i can throw back all my fish as an option every single time so i've been doing that till was a <laughs> nice time <laughs> just to be the the goody two shoes that i am and you actually get like nice guy points for doing it like those little like good samaritan points i get those every time i throw a fish back which is kind of funny and uh yeah no but it's been a blast aside from the weird life sim shit i've just been getting into trouble shooting a lot of people i just got i don't think this is a major spoiler but i just got to like the weird confederate plantation uh full of all the dudes who like the south will rise again and i just fucking murdered all of them in cold blood like i knocked them all down and executed them (laughs) which was pretty fun uh one of the few times i didn't feel bad uh, about killing people in this game like normally i feel a little bad just because i'm like depends on who it is like if it's other raiders and stuff i don't but like if there's like robbing a wagon and i fucking like kill a guy who's just like doing his job i feel kind of bad but i didn't feel bad in this scenario so that's been good just been having a blast man like it's it's so good it's so it it leads you around a, a good amount like there's always of something that you're supposed to go to or there's a there's a few options of what you can do that feels like a main ish objective and you kind of work through them but there's also like little things here and there i never get too bored like it does take me a long time to do things it's a very slow paced which i mean all of us know by now it's been out for five years but like i'm just getting into it now and matt and i were talking this this week actually It's, it's quite a slow game It doesn't feel like there's a lot of a rush going on but it's it's nice i love that i love just being in this world existing and getting to take it in i still don't think there's a video game i've i've played with like realistic like style graphics um that looks anything like this like in my wildest imaginations like i i I really have not experienced anything that looks like this it's i'm getting emotional just talking about it like legitimately because it's so beautiful and on the new console generation it's it's incredible i'm sure on pc it looks incredible too with like top specs it's insane and that's it. I mean, I'm just fucking. I'm just having a, a total blast with that. It's 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 incredible.
1: I need you at the very least to keep playing until you get to Sandanee. Yep. And then, do you know anything? And I, I'm not gonna spoil. I it for do.
0: Here. I got spoiled. You know what happens after? I don't know when it happens, but I know about the big twist. Yeah. <sighs> well, that it really it really sucks. Yeah. I know. I, I know. wish you didn't know. I know. Me too. I I haven't told Rachel though. So as she's like watching along, she doesn't. It does. It
1: makes it so the game is much longer than you expect it to be. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I can tell you that.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I do know. And I'm so bummed that I know because I'm like, although it's one of those things where like it's almost, I mean, it's not like I'm playing a second time, but I'm getting that thing where I get to like, kind of like feel the, the, like the, uh, foreshadowing a little bit and some of that vibe, which is kind of fun. Um, Just with like, I know who's going to kind of like the kind of peeps who might like fuck me over or what's going to okay. go down. And so it's kind of fun to watch that. But again, man, I wish I was going in blind on this. Like yeah. this was a, this was a hard uh, spoiler for me. This is one of the few times that a spoiler is kind of like going to going to take something away from playing.
1: Yeah, no, but I mean, the game is fucking phenomenal. I, I really yeah. hope you keep playing because it I really will, yeah. is just like it's one of those generational games that is just so special. And like you said, yeah. it's I think you know it's it's five
0: years old now
1: four or five years old and it's still 2018 probably the best looking console game i've ever played
0: yeah didn't even wasn't even they didn't even put like i feel like that much time or like uh, like there wasn't like this big huge thing about like oh we keep putting off our like big next gen update they're just like yeah here's an update to like bring the textures up and it looks fucking still looks insane like yeah um unlike witcher which i mean like it took them forever but i mean Kudos to them. That thing looks incredible for a game from 2015. Like I, I would say it's another, I mean, it obviously has limitations that red dead doesn't. It's a great looking game too, but man, it's hard to play anything. Like I was saying recently, like playing new world. I was, when we play, when I played new world last fall, I thought like, wow, this game looks incredible. Like they did a great job with these graphics. And of course they did. But man, like it, I was playing it recently and like playing it recently after having played Red Dead recently, which has that kind of same like biomes, like it has that same kind yeah, of like yeah. realistic um, landscapes. Oh, it looks like a lot more, it looks more stylized than you'd think because you're so, because you just saw what real actually looks like in a game. <laughs> right, like what, yeah. what it almost looks like I'm fucking there in Red Dead. Like it's, right. it is uncanny. Um but anyway that's that's enough about that. The the actual story and the voice acting and everything's incredible too. Um man, I've just been I've been doing a lot of like that Arthur accent lately lately cuz so just all the, I've gotten to the bits where he's really doing it like more ridiculous. He's like come here. <laughs> what are you talking about now? <laughs> like just doing these like really like fucking goofy like almost sounds like uh, house of cards oh, uh, yeah. fucking accent a little bit. I've been I've been really enjoying that too. Still wish they put romance in this game real bad. I know understand why they wouldn't but uh i really i really wish they put like a little bit more of a romance outro, or even storylines i know there's going to be some more storylines i uh that are going to kind of give me like little like jolts of that but um i just said i just did that quest where i got to help abigail go to town ta- like i've st- kind of started like going with abigail and she's like wearing her cowboy outfit now and she's like all badass and i was like dude these two have like a great chemistry like yeah. it's too bad she still loves her stupid dead husband because we would be like really good together you know? yeah yeah and yeah, and that's and, and otherwise I haven't played a lot else. I played um and besides I've been playing a lot more Fortnite again. Um and, and I don't know if you want to pull off this mat at some point, but um, I've been playing a lot of Fortnite with you, um which has been not a lot, but like a bit, and it's been totally awesome. I I hate to like I feel like such a nerd saying it, but like I just have trouble imagining games where I've had more fun, like unbridled fun than playing Fortnite with like my friends. Like Interesting. I just, like, like Sea of Thieves is another one. Like, a yeah. lot of these games, we've talked about this before, these games where it's just, like, the object is fun. <laughs> the object is, like, goof around with big colors and get into crazy nonsense. And there's all of that. It's, like, engineered for those moments where you're like, holy shit, ah! Like, there's, like, that kind yeah. of feeling all the time. And Fortnite is, like, perfectly engineered for that. And, uh, yeah. And I just love that they throw everything in the wall. You know, if I feel like playing uh, a Star Wars game, all of a sudden they put Star Wars in there. Now, I don't always have the choice, but, like, if I feel like I can play, like, you know, skins of fucking random shit that I want to, I hate to say it. Like, I feel like it's engineered to make me like it and to be like everything for everyone, but it works on me, <laughs> unfortunately. But uh, yeah, I've, I've had a total blast playing that with you recently and our other friends. Uh, I've been enjoying the Star Wars stuff has been really sick. I like yeah. It's fun when they add in lightsabers, but it's also they've added in this thing now um, where you have lightsabers, but also depending on the color lightsaber you get, you get a different force power that you can use. In game which is actually really fucking cool um and you get like like a force run and like a force jump and it it's it gets pretty wacky but it's it's really awesome so been having a lot of fun with that and uh that, that I mean that's it really I just I love it I'm probably going to actually play more as I often do when this happens I'm probably going to be in a little Fortnite vibe for a bit and just maybe even play on my own a little bit do the battle pass and just kind of goof around cuz it's I'm I'm in that casual Fortnite energy
1: Very nice. Yeah, I'm not going to talk about Fortnite anymore other than we did win a game, but then we also made it to the end of another game. It was three versus one and we still lost. Yeah. That person was fucking insanely good at Fortnite. And uh, They were
0: like level 250 on the battle pass and like the battle pass ends at like 100. So they just like fucking have been, they play so much. Yeah. (laughs) So I don't feel bad. And they beat us on skill too. Like they did like crazy shit where they like leapt around. So I was like, that's... I feel good about that loss. I do
1: also want to specify we always play zero build. We don't play build mode anymore. No. At all. Fuck that shit. Josh, what'd you play this week?
2: So this week I have been playing, uh, well, the usual shit. uh, Wow. Rocket League. Uh, You know, these are expected. The new uh, patch came out 10.1. It's been a blast. The new updates to the patch came out this week. There's more story. I haven't really played a lot of it yet. I've kind of been switching back and forth between characters. Uh but Rep Paladin is probably in the best position it's ever been in since wow. I don't even know when. Uh and it's just blowing shit up, so I'm having a blast playing it. I didn't realize Rocket League had classes. That's crazy. <laughs> yep, yep. Well, oddly enough, there is a there is a Paladin car actually. Is there uh, yeah. Excuse me? <laughs> yeah. It's uh, I mean, it's not like a literal Paladin car, I think it's just called Paladin if I'm remembering right. I could be horribly horribly wrong. No, you're right. That
1: exists. I'm looking I'll at it right now. It's
0: wearing tier 2.
1: It looks like the,
2: what's the, the cyber truck. It kind of, Oh yeah. (laughs) A a glowing compliment there. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I've been playing a lot of that. I mean, it's, it's just, wow. It's always going to be just, wow. I, it's, it's cool to be in a good expansion and know you're in a good expansion. Uh, I'm definitely playing wow more casually than I ever have. I think BFA is probably the last time I'm probably ever going to do any serious rating. I'm still giving it shots, but it just didn't really have the same itch it used to, which is a shame. But hey, that's just kind of how I think that's just kind of how my proclivity for WoW is kind of gone. I'm just enjoying playing it way more casually. I, I like just exploring, finding things. I still do LFR. I get the raid achievements. I get all the dungeon achievements. I'll do some Mythic Plus. I like a little bit of difficult content. I just don't like I don't like having to min-max and throw everything into my class. Like, so what if I miss a few things here and there? I just don't give a shit. I that I'm I'm kind of past that. I had that fun in one expansion and that's just it's Dragonflight has led itself well to being super chill and super casual. Uh for, for my needs anyways, especially with all the different routes to gear up and all the different reps to do. It's it's perfect for someone who's playing casually as me. Uh other than that. Most games came from the PS5. Uh, oddly enough, one was from the PS2. Just playing it on the PS5, uh, Jack Two yeah. was uh, was a good time. Jack Two is just like my guilty pleasure game. I will just boot it up when I just want to go. I like the first game, like uh, Jack and Daxter, Precursor Legacy. That one's great. I enjoy it. It's fun. Jack Two to me is the sweet spot. It it nails that like fun, exciting combat. Um, the world gets actually a little more serious, which you think would be a negative, but it act, the way they play it is actually pretty solid. Like (laughs) an oppressive leader of there's slums, there's fucking like Jesus Christ, like this is a Jack game. Uh, but they, they went there and it actually is, it's a lot of fun. The gameplay still holds up pretty well. It's definitely a lot easier as you, uh, come back to it. And, you know, things aren't super, super challenging. The only thing I've really struggled with is the platforming because, my God, it just seems like they could not figure out cameras back in the day. Yeah, there's one sequence where you have to blow up an ammo dump and you are being chased by a giant fuck off tank and your view is not Jack. Your view is looking at Jack from the camera's aiming perspective with this different shade over it it is goofy as hell because sometimes you'll get completely mixed up with where your actual placement is and your ass will just go jumping right off the edge because you have no sense of depth because you're looking at it through the scope of a fucking tank. It's your ass <laughs> bitching about a game from 2003, <laughs> but I mean, still it's fucking ridiculous how far we've come with camera technology. Cause my God, that shit was a headache. Uh, that said, I, it is a whole lot of fun. I'm, I, a lot of people weren't a huge fan of the fact that they put guns in the game. I just kind of love it. I think it expands on the combat a lot. I think it makes it a little more fun. I hate that the collect-a-thon part of it is a little less important. I kind of feel like they missed the mark on that, but they added so many story-related modes, so many racing games. They just It's a weird pivot they made back in the day to go from collect-a-thon to adventure action almost with a little bit of collectibles. It's just I I don't know what spawned them to do that but I mean it's a completely different game from Jack and Dexter like they're not even remotely the same. Yeah, that was sort
1: of like Naughty Dog really taking a leap into sort of their third person adventure narrative sort of style that they would hold on to with Uncharted.
2: It yeah, exactly. And it's interesting they chose to do it with Jack, which and I think the fact that it panned out so well is probably I mean at least, you know, from it, it being pretty solid and fun to play. I I I wish we could see it back. I'm probably going to play Jack 3. I only have played Jack 3 about halfway through, um, but I'd like to go back and fully beat it. We'll see how far I get with Jack 2. I usually get about halfway until there's usually one mission that just drives me nuts. I can't remember which one it is, but I'm sure we'll get it, and I'm sure I'll mention it on the water cooler. But yeah, Jack 2's been good. It's just a a nice benefit to PlayStation. And uh, last up is a good old Final Fantasy VII. I'm pretty sure, Matt, you've still been playing this right alongside me. I think you've probably gotten a little further than I have, though. I'm about six hours in, I want to say. Okay. I, what is the last thing I did? I had, I fought the dude on the motorcycle. Um, we rode through the city. Yeah, the motorcycle he jumped, part sucks. He, I, I love the motorcycle part. I, that's the funny part I was going to get at. I think the set pieces in Final Fantasy VII call back to that like old school, ridiculous bullshit game mechanics that you used to get in old games. And I think it works and I love it. I something about this just like old ass game <laughs> like like this old game style like the attacking is like not smooth at all it just feels like you're just swinging your sword like a a wet noodle the the controlling mechanics are goofy as hell but you know what I was just having so much fun cuz the music is fantastic here I go again about the fucking music the music's great all the character interactions even on on a fucking bike is fantastic The dude's just a psychopath that you're fighting. Yeah. And then the fact that that shines out when you fight him, you know, after you clear out a certain base, it's just, it's such a wonderful like tribute to this character. It's going to just, I'm assuming continuously pop up and just give you shit or help you. Uh, It's just, I don't know. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with him. I think it's been, it's been really charming. That was the only time in the game so far that I've died was during that motorcycle boss fight. I got really close. I uh I, I was struggling for a little while there. We got to the end and I was I was uh sweating. I mean honestly though, all it kind of boils down to though, the reason I'm having so much fun is just the characters. Yeah. I uh I told Kayla this is dangerous because I'm talking to characters like I did in Mass Effect. Like oh, any time they've got shit to say, I'm like I'm hunting down. What do you guys say? Wait, what what's the story? We what, what are you saying? What's your character development? Where are we at, huh? Huh? I'm getting far too emotionally attached to characters. Uh, it's not healthy, uh, but no, it's it's been it's been great. The combat has only gotten more fun for me. I think the materia and being able to just change out which spells you use is so fucking cool. It's a good system. It's really neat. It, it is, and and I'm a, I love the summoning system. Just being able to summon a freak out of fucking nowhere was so ridiculous <laughs> and over the top. It's just it's just cool. Like Final Fantasy just like indulges in like ridiculous over the top cool and I'm just I'm finding I'm a huge fucking fan of that. But yeah, that's uh that's really about it uh, as far as this week. I tried to play some Kenna. I was far too baked uh I gave up cuz I didn't know what was going on and I said I'll come back to this another day. But that's about it. I said
1: this offline, but I do want to put this on the record that my wife and I decided that Barrett in Final Fantasy VII Remake sounds exactly like Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder. I can hear it, 100%. just hundred percent, hundred percent, spot on. But yeah, I'm I'm 19 hours in now. Oh shit! I'm on chapter 13 of 18. Probably about halfway through chapter 13. So I'm getting there. Definitely going to finish the game at this point. I was trying to think all week. Like I can't. Expl- I can't really explain why I like the game so much. I'm not sure I even know why myself. I think I like it for similar, similar reasons why I like Final Fantasy 15. It's It's just the charm of it. The story is cheesy, but the world building is really cool. The characters are all really likable and entertaining, even if the dialogue isn't perfect. There's just this classic anime charm to it, and the combat's just really fun and satisfying it's much the combat in seven remake is far better than 15 15 is sort of like i don't know 15 is the combat's fine it's just very strange it's like it's almost like quick time eventy but like you hold down one button and then you can dodge and parry it, it's it's different it's very different you get used to it but it's different in final fantasy 7 it feels much more tactical which i am enjoying I will say, though, some parts can be unnecessarily tedious. And this is what I was referring to earlier, where JRPGs are holding on to these features that they've always had since the 90s and early 2000s, where there's just this weird backtracking and and the way that they set up their maps, they haven't changed in 30 years. Like, JRPGs have had the same maps for 30 years. <laughs> like, I think it's time. And 15 did this. And to be fair, I'm playing seven remake. It's a remake of a game from long ago, but like in chapter six or seven, when you're you're powering down this big robot before you fight it, you go through room after room. They're all identical. You have to watch a little cutscene play out in every single one. It's the exact same thing every time. But this sort of thing just comes with JRPGs, and I understand that for whatever reason, you know, there, there's not a lot of evolution in some very specific areas. And as much as the genre has evolved, they just have these elements they won't give up. And they probably should, but I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like a just like a tradition within the development teams in Japan where they just like the new developers there grew up on these and they and they want to like respect these certain elements of gameplay. Like I, I don't know what it is. It almost feels like maybe a cultural thing keeping these sort of things in there. I don't know, but I would like to see a little bit more evolution in some of the dungeon crawling aspects of JRPGs, but the game also has some incredibly weird fucking scenes. And I honestly, I wonder if it's like, if like in Japanese media, if they, if this is like typical interactions or if they think that they're being cheeky and silly with North American audiences, I I can't tell. I don't really know the original game. It's, it's old now. I don't think this is a spoiler, but there's a scene where Cloud randomly does this. And I don't know what it's like in the original because I never played it. But Cloud does this highly choreographed dance with this <laughs> flamboyantly gay man who then has his people put Cloud in a dress and makeup afterward. And like in a vacuum, there's a place for a wild scene like this, but having it right after I just like fought a giant robot, like it just, like things just don't, it's Final Fantasy VII Remake is a a different game. Like, story-wise, they're doing some things that just don't make a ton of sense, and I'm just kind of rolling with it because I'm just, like, accepting, like, this is a late 90s, early 2000s sort of video game story. (laughs) Like, the world-building is really cool, but the story doesn't have to make a ton of sense. Anyway, the game also has some, like, excessive shimmy sections and sections where you can only, like... Really annoyingly walk super slowly, and I don't know. It's I I think it's really I, I I I like the game. Obviously, I'm still playing it, but I do think that there are many improvements that they can make for Rebirth, which is supposed to come out this winter. For you know, it's the part two of the remake or whatever of of three parts, which again is crazy that they split one game into three games, but. I'll be playing Rebirth, I'm sure, because I'm enjoying this game. I don't know why, like I said, I don't know why I like this game. I just do. And it's not, it doesn't seem like something that I should like, but I do. And I'm having a a lot of fun with it. The world building is fantastic. Dialogue is suspect at times, but the characters are good. And the voice acting is so good. Like I, I was just thinking about it when I was playing earlier today. Like Aerith's voice actor, she is so good. She is phenomenal. And like Cloud sort of plays this stoic, standoffish protagonist which, you know, it's classic anime protagonist and the voice actor does a fine job, but I was just thinking how like Tifa's voice actress, Aerith's voice actress, like they really bring life to these characters and they do a really good job. Even like Barrett is so so insanely over the top. The voice actor just does such a good job of making that character feel real and feel alive and I don't know. There's like I said, there's a charm to the game. I, I can't really explain
2: why I like it. It's just charming. Honestly, Badger as Wedge <laughs> is so good. It is literally the most incredible casting choice I've ever seen. I can't get enough of it. Yeah. Like he's not necessarily Badger anymore to me. I just hear Wedge. But I like, know. holy shit, he knocked it out of the park. Like some of these characters, like I just had some cutscenes
1: with Jesse in in my recent gameplay and like The voice that's coming out of that character just is that character for me now, and it just fits so perfectly. I don't know. The, the voice cacti- the voice casting was phenomenal for the English language version of this game. But anyway, I mean, I'm going to probably beat that game. Next week when we talk about it, I'll probably have beaten it, and I'll talk about it a little bit more, but it's awesome. I recommend it, and you can probably get it on sale. So go check it out. I also played the Brew Pub Simulator demo. This game comes out next month. It's from the same dev suited uh, gas station simulator, which has been reviewed really well on Steam and as far as simulation games, I enjoyed the demo, but man, there's just like there's some tedium about simulator games that I just don't get enjoyment out of, and I understand why people could, but I just it just <laughs> I just don't I just don't enjoy it. I'll admit like the game is neat. you can customize your brewery, your beers, everything. You can decorate it. It's all really neat. I just don't think I can play sim games. And for some reason, also, they all seem to give me a headache after a while. I don't know why. It's very weird. It's not like a motion blur thing. It's just, it's like the first person sensitivity of the mouse. It's very weird. But it's all these type of simulator games. They all do it. I all get a headache after like 45 minutes. It's weird. But I recommend it for anyone who's interested in simulator games and like running your own brewery because it's awesome for that
2: i'm I'm looking at it is there anything in particular when you played it that like bothered you or annoyed you because I'm, I'm curious to see how it kind of compares to uh obviously i'm on i think a smaller scale or like a more specific scale brewmaster simulator that i've been playing recently i think you'll like it better than
1: brewmaster because it's more polished it's just from a more experienced dev who's done a bunch of sim games and it just feels better than brewmaster i think but you'll have to you'll have to try it out the demo's out it's like it's like eight gigs it's it's not too much and then the game comes out in mid-june so it's coming out soon nice i have to give that a go though but that's what i've been playing i'm sure like i said this week i'll beat final fantasy 7 remake i'll talk about it next week and then next up i do want to revisit final fantasy 15 i'm getting some like insane nostalgia listening to the soundtrack Watching reactions to people, <laughs> watching the ending of the game and the beginning of the game. I don't know. I'm excited. All right, but let's move on to QuickTime questions. In QuickTime questions, I ask the panelists a series of sometimes silly, opinion-based questions, and they have to give me the first answer that pops into their head as quickly as possible. We're going to cycle through the panelists different questions, but sometimes I may tell the next panelist same questions, so they better be ready. There are no winners in this game, gentlemen. Josh, what are there? Only losers. Thank you. Only losers. Astral Sergeant. Paul, what franchise needs its own Souls-like spin-off game? Legend of Zelda. Ooh, interesting. Josh, you can have the perfect simulator game. What is it?
2: <laughs> oh my god. Uh, oh Jesus shit. My specific city simulator where I change everything about my specific city <laughs> I'm in in extreme detail. There you go.
1: Paul, give an elevator pitch for a decent enough Spider-Man game on mobile.
0: Give a f- ele- quick time elevator pitch. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Uh, you grab your phone and you uh, leap through the sky and pretend you're swinging from it, and uh, it registers the 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 haptics, and then and then you wear the Apple VR goggles while you do it. That they haven't come out yet.
1: Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Josh, what would Warcraft 4
1: have to look like to get you to play it? Uh t- to be honest, to just have to exist. <laughs> Paul, what sort of fighting game would you be likely to try out? Um Sp- SpongeBob only characters? Same question, <laughs> Josh. <laughs> uh
2: nursing home fighter. Nice, yeah.
1: Everyone loses. Everyone loses, everyone <laughs> dies, broken bones all around. Josh <laughs> Give an elevator pitch for a Warcraft anime. Oh, my God.
2: (laughs) Oh, this is easy. I'm going to cheat. Just imagine Arthas' story. Of course, yeah. Framed from the perspective of, like, Uther, who's born as, like, a young child, so you watch Uther grow up. You watch him have these cool-ass battles in this anime style. You have your typical Shonen protagonist buildup but instead of the wonderful anime protagonist winning, he fails. The calling of Stratholme happens. He's left broken with himself. From there, it transitions and switches to Arthas' point of view, and you watch the rest of the show from Arthas' POV. Wow. Honestly, the
1: idea of telling the story from Uther's point of view, the one being betrayed, is an amazing idea.
2: (laughs) Put me in, coach. I got great ideas. Yep. Uh, MMO that is everyone's a car. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> Paul, what's a game that really disappointed you lately?
0: Oh fuck! Uh, g- I mean, it's a cop out, but I'm going to say Redfall because I was ex- actually pretty excited to just play it like yeah. casually with my buds, and it's shit. So <laughs> <not gonna happen. laughs> sub
1: sixty on Open Critic right now. It's not good. Oof. Josh, does Starfield hit its September sixth release date? Uh, yeah, I think so. Same question, Paul
0: yeah sure why not it's fuck it at this point (laughs) at this point i I think they're gonna have to release it buggy or not
1: paul what's the funniest game that you've ever
0: played oh no the funniest dude that's fucking it's hard that's really hard um i don't know probably the hardest i've laughed in in recent memory but i wouldn't know if i would call the game funny but it facilitated this funny experience was conan exiles yeah for um, sure. there's just so much opportunity for it to be glitchy and fucky and your dick hangs out. So yeah. I mean, that just makes it really <laughs> yeah. funny. Yeah. Yeah.
1: The giant dongs hanging out just yeah. is hilarious on its on its own. It really is.
2: Josh, what's the worst world quest in WoW's history? Oh my sweet shit. The the multitude of options. Uh I'm a hundred percent gonna like forget one. No, I'm not. The ones where you have to undo the fucking wires that are all mixed up and oh. like torn into each other that you have to click on to make them all separate. If it's a small one, it's not that bad, but when it's a big one, uh-uh. No. I fuck that shit.
1: Bonus question for both. Paul, go first. What's the most egregious example of an extremely unappealing game in one of your least appealing genres?
0: Oh, um, that's a great question. I think I'd probably say uh ko the kangaroo (laughs) wow okay it's just like it's just nothing in that that would ever make me want to play it josh uh dota 2 uh
2: i that game if you if you told me i had to play that i'd just sooner quit video games
0: but you would play league
2: (laughs) i league i will play dota 2 i will not play it's the same shit it's just there's something about it. There's something I, about it. I agree. I actually agree with you, but like I feel like I'd have a Russian cuss me out on Dota 2, whereas I just get it's like, true. you know, at least a person that like out. Uh, it, it, the regular uh, cussed out when someone calls me like a racial slur. Uh, <laughs> you know, at least at the very least, you they get banned on Dota, probably not. <laughs> yeah. Very good.
1: Let's move on to a special shout out. Each panelist is gonna give a special shout out to anyone or anything of their choice from the world of video games, and provide a quick reason why this lucky someone is getting this attention. A special shout-out to the old man, who Cloud Strife is a dick to in the Sector 5 slums. The old man specifically tells Cloud that his legs hurt and he can't use them much. And then Cloud immediately tells him to bring a key to someone. The old (laughs) man obviously gets really angry about this, but then Aerith acts like nothing happened. It's a very strange interaction. It's another, like, weird idiosyncrasy of like jrpgs where there's like this weird cognitive dissonance between what just happened and what the main characters are discussing now it's
0: strange it's very weird (laughs) paul your special shout out cloud canceled for ableism (laughs) (laughs) um it was a long time ago you have to take that into consideration you know um, we didn't realize it was bad., no. um, <laughs> um, oh, jeez. Uh, special shout out to Sonic Frontiers. No, no, uh, no, 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 no. For selling three and a half million copies of Sonic Frontiers so far, I think that's worth a special shout out. It's clear it's it is the most popular three d Sonic game, the best selling three d Sonic game of all time. Uh, the previous highest, I was surprised was Sonic Heroes, which I didn't know. And uh, it has gone above and beyond. So uh, clearly, just like Zelda, it this so if like Zelda wasn't Zelda was already popular, and then Breath of the Wild with the open world Skyrimization of it made it like go from you know 10 million to 35 million <laughs> copies. Right. Um, the Sonic version of that is they went from like a couple copies they couldn't give away to three and a half million <laughs> by turning it into you know open world uh, Skyrim. So clearly, the people have spoken uh just fucking make everything open world uh fuckery and yeah. people will buy that shit
1: <laughs> when gen x and millennials are dead there will be no one left to play sonic
0: um i don't think i, I have a gen alpha nephew who fucking loves sonic
1: god damn it josh a special shout out
0: shout out to ben schwartz <laughs> it's, for it's, making gen gen alpha love sonic
2: it's never gonna die uh you know what a special shout out to Jesse from Final Fantasy 7 is what yeah. I would say. Is what I oh would no. say if Tifa oh didn't exist. No. Special shout out to Tifa. My God. You know, sure, Jessie's fun. She's great. She's a blast. But she, she, she's not the ride or die. She'll have a blast and she'll leave. Tifa, though, she's there. Like a good neighbor, Tifa is there. I got to be honest, dude.
1: Seeing a side profile of Tifa is fucking hilarious because she's <laughs> so... <laughs>
2: Top heavy. Holy shit. <laughs> it's hilarious. Big shout out to Tifa. Big shout out. Big, big, two, two big shout outs to Tifa. <laughs> two big shout outs to Tifa.
0: <laughs> no shade to anyone who has any kind of breast size. All bodies are beautiful. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: But those are some big ones. I got it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Jesus Christ. I tried. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us here at the Game Groups podcast, the all-encompassing weekly Tifa boob podcast for us, <laughs> <laughs> The Good Night Groups. If you really like the show, we do encourage you to check out the Patreon. We do actually have a Patreon. We, we are that confident. At patreon.com slash Groups, <laughs> where we currently have two different tiers available, and y'all's support is greatly appreciated. and it's going to go a long way in improving everything here in the goodnight So The three dollar plus tier is going to get you access to this shit show two days
0: early and a special shout out, whoa. oh, I just wanted to say <laughs> one more plea for the Patreon. yeah, Uh, just to say, please help Matt get his Tifa boob job, yeah. donate to the <laughs> yeah. Patreon. This is for your all this is for y'all's entertainment
1: new Patreon goal. It's either that or my Tifa real girl dollar whatever the fuck it's called <laughs> special shout out to my wife listens Listen to this podcast to this podcast. <laughs> yeah. I must reiterate a special shout out to the honorary group supporting us in the five dollar plus tier these fine folks Andre D Cole T Derek versus the world James B James S and Jeremy R a round of applause for them please
0: every single one of them bought sonic frontiers
1: any runner updates lately how do we think he's doing
0: uh he's great he's he looks just the same as he did before um more or less he he walks around pretty reasonably uh winces a lot more yeah uh i think half of i would say generously half of him is metal but he looks the same and i think for us at home who don't know him personally that that's fine he's he's fixed <laughs> for our purposes
1: we also ask that you take a couple minutes to drop a five-star review on apple Podcasts and spotify but fuck you you're not going to anyway make sure to check out (laughs) goodnightgroups.com for all the content where you'll find this podcast southern front groups game reviews groof university
0: Mm -hmm. and more Specific <laughs> shout out to Groove University the one one video we have. Web- it makes it sound like we have an online like course that we that we sell.
1: You know the website's going to be a link tree soon so check it out while you still can because it's <laughs> it's going down within the next couple months here so enjoy it while you
2: can. And be a part of Groove's history
0: baby. Enjoy it while you're blasted. <laughs> <laughs> <The website. laughs> okay. You're also-
1: <laughs> sure.
2: <laughs> what the fuck <laughs>
1: I gonna find a link to the g- <laughs> discord You can hang out with everyone get the quickest updates
0: and chat with us <laughs> on the daily. Basis. I post my breakfast every morning <sighs> be there or
2: be not
1: <laughs> before I get out of here guys do
2: we have any final thoughts hey, yeah if you're gonna shit in the floor at least spell your name out with it
1: I don't do it for a today. Jesus fucking <laughs>
0: Christ, dude. Gentlemen,
1: thank you for joining me. Get blasted, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>